He does exist. Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. You ever notice that I actually use my real name? I even use my full name sometimes in live streams. Weird, hey? Yeah. Oh, wow, there's actually people watching. Right on. So there's a couple things I want to talk about tonight. Um, the first one was uh, some people have been asking me um, if I'm a lizard person or an alien or controlled opposition or if I'm actually a woman trapped in a man's body. I'm none of those things. So that's the answer to your question. Good night, everybody. Just kidding. There's some people that have been asking me about uh, solutions. I always say that I want to talk about solutions and I don't want to spend a pile of time talking about a bunch of problems because, you know, what's the point? I'd rather, I'd rather work towards solutions. And I think, uh, I guess we do have to talk about problems sometimes because if we don't know we have them, then how do we find solutions for them? So the first one I want to talk about is uh, this whole idea that I've stopped talking about uh, the, the harms that have come to people as a result of what the government has advocated them to do over the last few years. Yes, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The government told people to do something that harmed them. They said it was safe. It wasn't. And we're starting to see that. Um, if you recall... I said that right from the very beginning. If you go back to my Facebook Live videos from uh, mid-2021, actually early 2021, you'll see me saying things like, why would the government promote this when we know from history that it, it doesn't work? And of course, people jumped all over me, um, screaming up and down, screaming and jumping up and down and yelling at me saying, what do you know? You're not a scientist. And I'm like, whoa, I'm, no, I'm not a scientist, but I can pay attention to the past and see what we've done before that hasn't worked. And so I can make a reasonable assumption. Anyway, it turns out I was right. It doesn't happen very often, but in that case it was. And I guess I haven't been talking about it too much lately because I'm kind of focused on some solutions. And the big one right now is we have an opportunity to deal with some of this policy and get some amendments to legislation, put some new legislation forward by having our voices heard at the AGM this November. Yes, it's a UCP AGM. Oh, Chris, why would you engage with the UCP? I thought you wanted to make some change and make some difference. Well, I'm glad you asked, Mr. Funny Voice. Um, the reason why is because they're the government. And our government can make laws. They can pass legislation. They can make policy. They can uh, deal with bureaucrats. They could potentially pass legislation that, you know, maybe castrates the College of Physicians and Surgeons, those types of things. So if you want to bring about solutions, um, probably a good idea to engage with the government so they can pass laws and fix some of these things. That's a big thing. Another thing that's happening that I haven't been talking about much lately is uh, there is a class action lawsuit against Pfizer for vaccine harms. Good thing for Pfizer, they always budget for lawsuits. It's actually in their budgeting. 
genius. Make a hundred billion dollars, pay out four or five billion dollars in in uh, damages. It's good business, right? Yeah, if you're a psychopath. Anyway, that's still going. That's being handled by uh, our friend Leighton Gray at uh, Gray Woke Spencer Law. You can head over to his website and you can find out a little bit about that. Also, Rebecca Ingram and I just dropped a potentially multi-billion dollar lawsuit in the lap of the Alberta government. Um, and we kind of challenged the government to put the finance department to work and make sure that the award paid to businesses that were illegally shuttered uh, through illegal health orders, um, make sure the award comes out of what we would otherwise send to Ottawa. It's kind of genius. So we're not asking for the taxpayers to pick up the tab. We're asking for Ottawa to give us our money back and keep money in Alberta, strengthen our economy. Jeff Rath is, uh, he's not only a wordsmith, but uh, he's pretty savvy when it comes to finance stuff too. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about this Vax thing for a minute. If something's happening around you, and it's causing people harm, and you know it, you can see it. The statistics certainly show it. What do you do? What do you do? You say something, right? Well, for those of you that have been watching for longer than a year, um, you've probably heard me talking about this a lot. Um, and now I was never one of those people that said, oh, you know, everybody's going to die. It's a genocide. They're taking over the whole world. I haven't said those things. What I've said is, this is going to harm people. People are going to die. And it's probably going to have to go that way before enough people wake up to change it. Seems to be that that's what's happening. So I'm going to talk about it a little bit more. And I'm going to bring you folks some information uh, from some people who are dealing with this. Next weekend, Saturday at 8 p.m., uh, I'm going to have Mr. Sean Buckley on the show. And Sean, as you know, he is the chair of the commissioners of the National Citizens Inquiry. The National Citizens Inquiry that traveled across the country and got sworn testimony from hundreds of people, uh, experts and, and lay people alike, as to what they saw, how they were affected over the last three years uh, from what the government did. And they released their interim report, and it's absolutely scathing. The number one recommendation from the NCI right now, full stop. Do not administer any more of this particular drug until we find out what the hell is going on. Now, this isn't just some burger flipper from a cafe in nowhere, Alberta. Well, not nowhere. I mean, Mir is definitely somewhere now. This is hundreds of experts, doctors, pathologists, immunologists, virologists, um, uh, vaccine experts that testified that what is happening is not good and it's not right. And the government needs to stop. So we're going to talk to Sean and we're going to find out why people said that. We're going to find out who was testifying. We're going to get you the uh, information so that you can find that information online. We're going to encourage you to send this information to your MLA so that they know. 
I asked the Premier at one point, why is the Alberta government still um, advocating for this particular medical intervention on the Alberta government website? And, you know, I kind of knew the answer that it's not the government, it's the bureaucrats behind it that's pushing that. I said, haven't you seen, or no, what did I say? I said, Considering what the NCI, what the National Citizens Inquiry just said in their interim report, don't you think that that should be taken down? And she said, well, I haven't seen it. What does it say? So I told her. And I want you to tell your MLAs. I want every single sitting MLA in this province to know that the commission for the National Citizens Inquiry, due to the testimony of hundreds of experts and lay people alike, is recommending a full stop on this uh, medical intervention until we find out what the hell is going on. Because what's going on right now is not good. And even worse than that, people have to die because they realize that this isn't good and they're standing up for themselves. Uh, there was a lady that just passed away recently because... She refused to take that medical intervention that she didn't need and is proven to be unsafe. So our uh, amazing, compassionate Alberta Health Services in the province of Alberta refused a life-saving lung transplant. She's dead. Same thing happened in Ontario. Father, son, brother needed a kidney and he couldn't get one because he wouldn't do what the government told him to do to his body. He's dead. Even worse than that, the government, pardon me, not the government, the uh, organ donor uh, folks phoned his family after and said, hey, uh, you know, can we harvest this guy's organs? And they're like, really? He wasn't good enough to have his life saved with an organ, yet you want to harvest his other ones? Pretty sure he's not good enough for other people too because he's one of the dirty unjabbed those are the types of things going on all around us and i'm trying to focus on the future and solutions and uh what we can do to prevent this garbage from happening and right the wrongs that have occurred and it's really hard not to get distracted by all the bad stuff happening around me but i think at some point we have to be able to do that to some degree we have to recognize that there's harms being done around us and we have to focus our efforts where it can have the best chance of reducing the harm or, or fixing or, or finding a remedy. And that's on the solutions. So it's not that I don't know about these things and it's not that I don't care. It's just I found if I spend all my time thinking about the unending stories that I hear about harm and loss to the people of Alberta and Canada over what's happened in the last three years, I get into a really, really dark place. And it doesn't feel good, and it's hard to get out of. So I'm trying to focus on the future and uh, cling on to the hope that we've seen in the past in the past year. Small changes that are being made. Anyway, please stay tuned. Um, I'm going to do everything I can to bring some more information and put some videos out there that you folks can potentially get in front of your elected officials so that they know. The idea now is that this information reaches our legislators. 
It reaches our municipalities. It reaches our school boards. It reaches our AHS boards. It reaches the College of Physicians and Surgeons so that every single one of them know that hundreds of people testified under oath that this has to stop. And then they can never say, well, I didn't know. We were just doing our job. We were just doing the best we could with the information we had. Well, the information that you're about to find out blows that out of the water. I'm really, really glad that I'm not one of those people that constantly posted on my Facebook about how this is a problem of the unvaccinated. And if you would just do it and do your part, we would all be fine. And it's safe and effective. And yada, 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 stick this needle in your baby. It's for the good of society. I'm so glad that I'm not that person. Because those people are about to feel shame like they've never felt before. Sorry. Uh, I got some questions tonight about uh, this convoy that I knew nothing about heading to Ottawa for the children. I didn't know anything about it until I saw it on TikTok. Uh, my stance on this is if you want to do something for the children, start in your community. Don't bother rolling across the country to Ottawa to talk to a prime minister and the feds who have no jurisdiction in our education. That's a provincial matter. They have no jurisdiction in our health care. That's a provincial matter. Um, if you really want to do something for the kids, get on a school board. Work within your municipality. Work within your community. Do what you can here. I think it'd be much more effective. But if you want to go to Ottawa, whatever, it's a nice drive. Just don't do it in a 2011 Western Star tandem-tandem uh, with spring front suspension. That's no fun. Just ask my friend Carrie. Well, actually, no, it was a lot of fun. I take that back. And please, folks, don't forget that there are still people uh, fighting for their lives in court. We still have four men in southern Alberta who uh, are in reman still after 500 and 70 days or something like that they're you know they've they've served a sentence already without ever being convicted it's disgusting and i'm not saying that i think they're um i'm not commenting on what i think the outcome of the trial will be i'm just saying innocent until proven guilty doesn't seem to work in this country anymore to the point of uh almost two years of jail time before you're ever proven guilty it's disgusting we have other folks in Ottawa, in court, fighting for their futures. Um, over the over the last real convoy, the real big convoy, I mean. Don't forget about them. You know they, they're they're. Most of us are back to work and doing things or whatever. And my I've been acquitted of my charges. Everyone in Alberta was acquitted of their COVID charges, so it's back to normal. But they're still slugging it out in court and like them or don't like them. You should at least recognize that they're still fighting for their futures all for the crime of fighting for our futures. So keep that in mind. Anyway, uh, I got to open in the morning, so I should probably get to bed and, uh, I'm going to start making a list of who I'm going to bring on the show and share some information with you, but please, 
be prepared. Be prepared to share this stuff. Share it on your pages. Get it to your your elected representatives. Um, you know, a, a lot of them, I would say a good portion of them, want information like this that allows them to change things for the better without getting slaughtered by the opposition and losing government. You know, they want this. They need this. If they're going to make any change, we have to help them do it. So let's get ready to do it. Night, everybody. Oh, P.S., that cat that I had in the beginning of the, the show here, or show, beginning of the podcast, that was three-legged Norman. Just, you know, for those of you who said that he probably doesn't even exist. Yeah. Yes, Norman. Night. Night.